Okay, welcome everyone to another fast and loose episode of Destiny Down Under. We are at episode six. Uh, as always, I am your host Clint. I've got my co-host Jacob and Blake here. How are you guys going? Yeah, going well. Yeah, good. Pumped. Good. Going good. Good. You guys excited for some Way of the Force? Oh man, can't wait. So excited. I think this set is going to be very expensive. I'm going to spend <laughs> a lot of money on this set. Yeah, I agree. I was telling someone just before that uh, one of my favorite decks at the moment that I've made is the Luke 3 Ray 2 deck, and it has something like 10 legends in it. So I think that might be gunning for most expensive deck in the meta at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we could squeeze a few more in there as well. I think, I think it's got, by the time you get two Lukes, two Force Speeds, two Ancients, two Ezra's Lightsabers, two Dagger of Mortises in there, uh, yes. uh, wow. I think you're looking about three to four hundred bucks. <laughs> That's almost magic territory, actually. Yeah, That's oh, what an interesting step for the game to be in now. Yeah. I, mean, I guess there's enough there's enough sets out that you just play the best cards of all of them, and they all cost around thirty to fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah, I mean we'll get into it later because I think the legends in the set are actually <laughs> really quality legends. Like they're not rubbish stuff that we got in the last few sets. That like rebellion leaders, like I think the close the thing closest to rebellion leader might be. Grievous's uh, wheel bike, and even then, that's not terrible. (laughs) Thing, Uh, yeah, but that's a rare. Oh right, fair enough. Yeah, Uh, I was going to scream if that was legendary. (laughs) (laughs) There's always got to be a couple. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get straight into it. We promise we'll try and keep it to 45 minutes. Uh, Famous last words. Uh, Yeah. So make sure you have a good hour. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Set set your clock for forty five minutes plus another forty five minutes. Uh, Blake played any Destiny? Yeah, I played a little bit lately. Not as much as I would normally play or would have liked to. Um, but I've had a few things going on. But I've definitely squeezed in some games. Um, some, you know, old is it old standard yet? Like I've been playing a little bit of Boba Phasma, and then I have been playing a little bit of Rex on TTS but the, he's yep. getting dropped mm. now um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's hear about that later yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, is he, why, why is he getting <laughs> dropped uh, Blake because <laughs> he's trash <laughs> um, I don't know look I, I've been playing a little bit I have Rex I, I had Rex built it was like one of the first decks I built and then like you know, even though we gave away all these cards, I, I was the noob that didn't actually know how to download them, so I had to wait. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have them. We we can brew, um, and I'm very excited for that. Uh, but yeah, Rex is not trash. He's just, I think, getting the right shell is, mm, yeah, it's harder than just getting the best blue and yellow cards. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, red, blue and yellow, red and yellow cards. Yeah. Well, we're recording from Good Games Bondi, and Jacob and I just uh, did our weekly uh, tournament. Uh, we, I think, what, 10 players tonight? Yeah, 10 players, exactly. Uh, we placed one and two, Jacob at one, myself at two. Um, what happened, guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, this was the last, I guess, Legacies meta before... We've got a store champs, like the one and only Legacies Meta store champs this weekend for us oh, in wow. Sydney. I'm assuming all the rest are going to be Way of the Force. So last week we had Jank Knight, and then this was our last practice session. So I guess everyone was busting out the meta decks. Um, I was playing Obi Maz, Clint was on Ray Ayla, and we met in the final, and Obi rolled very well. So I think I managed to get 10 damage round two and that was enough to comfortably kill Ray and then pump into Ayla as well what was it three on Obi three on Obi plus three on Ancients one on Ancients or was it an heirloom it was one on an heirloom because I later concentrated into the plus three Ah, on my other Ancient (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah sometimes that happens 
It, it didn't feel great, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So we, we were saying, like, oh, the only way back into this game, Clint, is if you guard roll now <laughs> with your, like, five dice yeah. on AR. As, as Jacob sits back, uh, puts his hand behind his head and just thinks he's got this, and then, uh, what, I think I laid... You, you put down 11 damage <laughs> on the 11 table. 11 damage. <laughs> so I, I, able to, I was able to truce into a force illusion and then blocked five, took six, but... You know, it was over by then. Yeah, it was. It was. I think that was my my only chance at uh, at uh, taking that one out. But anyway, uh, Rayela feels solid still. Yeah, Maybe I guess has. going into store champs. I mean, the one and only legacies. Are you thinking about playing Rayela? Ah, uh, yeah. Same deck, run it back. Uh, I'll definitely be running Rayela. I've been on the fence about a couple of cards. Um, so. Uh, handcrafted light bows versus obi sabers um, obi sabers basically because of the melee and the shield sides and the, the special but a handcrafted light bow is handcrafted light bow and it's mm -hmm. awesome so and the other one I've been uh, toying back and forth from is trust your instincts versus force speed oh, yeah. as well yeah. so uh, I know Blake will most likely disagree with me on this one, but I'm really liking Trust Your Instincts because it gives me the reroll, I get the draw, and more often than not, I'll actually draw into a piece of mitigation that I need, or a synchronicity. Or, or synchronicity. <laughs> which happened to Blake last night. Oh, <laughs> and or I think at one stage I drew into a Shoto after I trust your instincts on an Ayla pair. Yeah. And I was able to play the Shoto on Ray. So it helps just draw through your deck a little bit more. Helps yeah. your um, tempo. Um, and it's not a dead card throughout the game. Whereas if you don't get four speed run one or two that's pretty much free roll fodder anyway towards the end of the game so yeah I, I can imagine that being a good choice like an extra re-roll in a deck like that I to be honest I haven't played the deck much obviously I've seen it being played a lot but it feels like you are wanting to re-roll for damage similar to the days of five dice fill in like early early days like that it can be very very difficult to link the damage together yeah uh, in that deck um, I don't hate Trust Your Instinct. I think it's a good card. I just think Force Speed is really good. Like, I, I mean, this for zero. There's it's, a reason why it costs fifty bucks to buy. Yeah, yeah. It's well. I think you know. I think we. You have to look past the specials as well. Like everyone's like, oh, I don't need specials, so I don't play Force Speed, which is kind of understandable. But getting a focus and a shield for for zero cost, like getting that dice for zero. Mm is you know if that was the rest was blanks i would still actually consider that dice because Fair it's enough. zero and then you get the special on top in you know a very heavy tempo based game especially mm, yeah. in like the current meta yep uh, i think it's quite good but yeah the um just getting that that focus and that shield and, and that, yeah. having that extra shield with synchronicities in your deck you know sometimes that it, it goes a long way and to be fair the focus on the four speed side uh, on the four speed die really helps you in the mill matchup as well yeah right mm. but anyway uh, we're, we're, we're not here to talk about legacies we're here to talk about way of the force just uh, quickly on that because last time we were like oh you know I, I would I was kind of excited I'd be like, yeah I wouldn't mind if we had a legacy store champs but now they've yeah. released all of way of the force I'm I'm done let's just get into this because it, it looks <laughs> yeah. so insane that yeah, like, how, how can you be interested on the weekend? Be like, oh, yeah, it's still champs. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know, like, I'm yeah, not to playing be honest, with all these cards. Yeah, that's that's how I've been feeling this week. Like, I haven't thought about this still champs yet. I mean, like, I'm yeah. I'm going to bring either Obi Maz or some kind of, like, joke deck. <laughs> that I'm not sure what it's nice. going to be yet. But <laughs> <laughs> it'll spook some people for sure. I'm all right, for all our Australian <laughs> listeners, <laughs> you can Here's now vote for Jacob's deck. <laughs> Worst you, possible you, combination. You ever. make that sound like a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The poll will be going up. and uh, <laughs> Jacob, what would it take for, for that to actually be real? Can, can uh, not, we, a, can we... not a whole lot. Not a whole all lot. Right. I mean, like, if, right. if, the, if the deck is... It, if it has an outside chance of winning, then yes, I'll take it. Okay, let's 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 make this real. 
So <laughs> let's set a target. We were talking about giving away something before once we got to a certain amount of likes because the page has been getting really popular lately, really thanks to Clint's hard work. However, <laughs> let's set a target. How many, how many more likes do we need, Jacob, for the community to pick your deck? Okay, what are we, what are we setting out? Let's, like get, let's get to... Let's... We what, only we have get, five we, days, four yeah, days. But we, we, we actually need a boost on our YouTube page. So let's say if we get uh, to 100 subscribers on our YouTube page, <laughs> we will have a community-picked deck for Jacob to play on Sunday. Yes, okay. Everyone Jacob, gets to pick one card. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 100% in. <laughs> yes. All we right. Can we can live stream it. Whatever you want. All right, you've heard it here. So... <laughs> How fast far away are we, Clint? Fast and loose. Fast and loose. Uh, fast and loose podcasting. This is fast Here and loose go. podcasting. Decisions on the fly. Uh, I think we're at about 60, 63. So we, oh, we need a bit of work to do. 35 to 40. Yeah, there may need to be some more. All right, let's just say 25 out. new subscriptions. Fantastic. Okay. 25. All right. All right. Lock it in. 25 Lock it new in. subscriptions. We get to pick Jacob's deck for Store Champs. Yeah, yeah. Subscribe uh, and then post the card. You, what you want. You, you know it's going to be uh, Luminara Chirrut, don't you? Don't give them ideas, Clint. Don't give them ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Luminara Mon Mothma. For everyone right. that's, that does listen, this is real. This is a very real thing. Please, please be I'm just going to have everyone that's going to Parramatta. All right. <laughs> the store chance. Just subscribing right now. Okay. This, um, <laughs> this did not take long to derail at all. So let's break okay, it. Okay. So speeding into Wave of the Force. <laughs> We've got 35 minutes left. Let's do it. All right. So um, pretty much every podcast under the sun has talked about Wave of the Force, talked about the spoilers. Uh, we're not going to try and dwell too long on it. We're just going to uh, talk about our hot picks uh, for the set. Wait, weren't we going over every card on Card Game DB? Uh, ooh, do we have until tomorrow night? Yes. yes. Yeah, we'll do. Okay. <laughs> we'll speed it. We just gotta live stream it. Everyone go to Disney Down Under YouTube channel, subscribe, and you can just go to sleep to the sweet dulcet tones of uh, Jacob reading Way of the Force cards. <laughs> Arena, Arena of Death. Of death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll synchronize it. We'll all say it at the same time. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's um, not talk about that card. All right. Scrolling <laughs> through, I think the first one we can quickly touch on is Dooku. Yes. Uh, two melee, three melee for one, focus, two shields, one resource, blank. After you activate this character, you may turn one of this character die to a side showing melee damage, turn an opponent's die showing melee, uh, melee damage to any side. Basically, clash on a stick. Mm. Yep, I think that's incredibly strong. Clash on a stick, um, the consistency from his ability as well, and the two shield side, just another bonus, like big side that you're happy to get on the die I think he's going to see some play especially out of the gate people will be experimenting with him mm. uh, I'm not sure where he'll settle depends what pairings we can really come up with him but um, I've been really enjoying watching some of Rebel Spy's videos of um, Flynn playing it with Greedo or the Rebel Trader that's been looking pretty cool I think Dooku is actually a little bit meta defining whether he sees like he stays top tier and he stays you know he's a kind of meta mainstay um he's something to be considered like every deck you build you have to consider dooku like if he's being really represented in the format he puts a big hurt on on melee decks um so he could potentially have some part in shaping the new format whether he stays or not you know yeah i think that's fair like people have to consider it when they're making their decks but just play Luke 3. <laughs> Just do that. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, Dooku's uh, insane. D Dooku's pretty cool. I guess his only partner at the moment is what? Talzin? Uh, like, so Talzin, you could play um, Sienna as well. I've seen that being played. Then you get Leadership. That's oh. pretty good. Um, Greedo or even Balotic. If you're thinking about resetting. It's pretty... Squishy. Yeah, Balotic is squishy. Same as Greedo. Uh, I just liked the, the look of Sienna with leadership. That was pretty cool, but maybe just gimmicky. 
I mean, right. maybe it was everything that Vader won, Sienna, you know, and then dudes try to play that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Maybe it's actually there to get four dice. I mean, he's only one hit point off Vader, yeah, and he's say. got, like, similar die except for that one resource. Um, That's pay. just like paying for a pay. four strike. <laughs> just just add one force strike into your deck. Yeah, yeah, um, being optimistic. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Sorry. All right, uh, Snoke. Uh, you just well. jumped all the trash. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you want to talk about the trash? I played Fifth Brother on TTS. Fifth Brother, Seventh Sister. I beat Dooku Greedo. The deck was very boring, but it was like a good, you know, like double double, what uh, a middle middle melee deck. Fifth brother, mm. seventh sister. Yeah, Keep an eye on it. So. it. You know, yeah. you'll have some fun with that. It's a, it's actual cool, um, but it's not breaking I mean, any rules be. or anything. No, no. I mean, no. thirteen, sixteen. You're not getting anything awesome like profitable connections. No, like he's what? just super tough at the end. Like he's just play Ray um, Ayla. Just play, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> for all the people that also collect villain cards, we'll have some suggestions for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Snoke. Uh, first question is: Is this guy broken? Yes. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen it on TTS yet. Um, so the power action that could be incredibly crazy. I don't know. It depends if it's like the other character goes down. Does Snoke survive by himself? You know, how much is that one extra damage you're doing onto the other character hurting you? But if you're doing it on crazy sides, which have been discussed in the Hyperloops articles, such as resources early, for example, then you can really get ahead. And that can just define the game if you get ahead round one. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think the pairing that came hot out of the gate was uh, Snoke Cad. Yeah. And being able to discard for four uh, on your second or third mm. action is pretty disgusting. Um, it, I mean, you can't reliably pull it off, but when you do, um, it makes for a very difficult ra- uh, round one for your opponent. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely got some movement in my pants when I actually saw that <laughs> <laughs> being done to you, uh, Clint. I, I just jumped in and watched Clint playing, and the guy just did it. I think he had to do take flight as well, just to guarantee that he got one of those yeah. sides, which is going so, deep, but I guess, you know, it works. I think Snoke is busted. Even if you just look at him as a character, like, have we had... A th- like, or actually... A, have, do we have a non-eroded character that's 13, 13 points uh, for 11 he, health? He, he, you know, like, he'll go, he's tough. He'll go to 11-14. Yeah. Like, he will go to 11-14. I think so. He has to. Like, and if anyone, if I ever hear anyone complain about a- complain about Ayla again, I'm just <laughs> going to go, hey, hey, Snoke. <laughs> I don't know. Ayla's pretty good as well. Let's, but let's not get into Ayla, that. However, is, I think Snoke is going to yeah. be everywhere. We get into it he's, every time. Yeah. <laughs> Ailis has gone now. But he he is going to be he is going to be everywhere. Um, He's very you strong. have to know how to play around all these pairings that are come going to mm. come out uh, at the start of the meta because everyone who is anyone is going to be playing Snoke X or Snoke XX. Yeah, straight up. Anyone who has Snoke is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the start. All I know is that he you could probably trade a couple of things for one Snoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like the Yoda of this set, right? He definitely is. Yeah. Uh, he's going to see a lot of play. He's going to be top tier for a long time. I've been watching some videos of uh, Honestly Sarcastic playing a little bit. There's a few people talking about, you know, Snoke, Snoke X and just watching it in action and like just how efficient ah. it is. Like it's just, he he's, he's crazy. I, I'm really excited to open a pair yeah. of Snokes. That that, you know. that double that double focus is busted as well. Even like, that, like, it's just insane. It's it's ridiculous. He's get, yeah, he's going up. He he's going to go up. Yeah, it, yeah. Like if he was printed at like if he was like ten health, then you'd say mm, maybe he's pretty cool. But like you know, at, at ten or eleven, it's only one health. Yeah, but, but it, that's a, sometimes that's another turn. There is a big difference between nine and ten and ten and eleven. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Big big, big difference. Just quickly, what um, what seventeen, like character pairing, do you think is so busted that he needs to go to fourteen though? Uh, Cad's a little bit too glass cannon. Well, not glass cannon, but is it? it yeah, probably. Yeah, but once yeah. you take down Cad, which you can probably take him down by round three. 
like Snoke's yeah. not doing anything after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think Cad Snoke will come in and then he'll be gone very, very quickly. Yeah, um, that's fair. I think what will probably happen is you'll be looking at Snoke as probably a one die support in something yeah. three wide, and that's where he's going to be most busted. Mm. Yeah. What that is, I mean, there's Kylo. We, we also have Kylo, which is is interesting. Uh, we have Thrawn. Like, there's the all, there's all these characters that we have to go back and look at now and be like, yeah. hmm, yeah. Does, you know, do these guys pair together? Um, Snoke Thrawn's very interesting. Um, Snoke Cad yeah. is like, I like Cad. I, I like action cheating. I've, I've played stuff. a few games with the Cad Snoke deck and it's very, yeah. very fun. Like, yeah, it is yeah. very, very fun. But if you don't roll that, da- it's a bit like Sabine. If you don't roll that damage, you're you've got an uphill battle. Yeah, fair. And you sense. don't have the the die correction cards like Sabine does, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's maybe true. he's good with like you know really versatile dice as well. Like having that focus as well as that power action, like. You can just get any anything when you know like yeah I think Snoke's really good I I would power action and disrupt I would I would power action I think every symbol and yeah. be and be stoked you know it's the only thing where he's limited and he's not like a hundred and twenty percent busted is that it has to be another character like he can't do it to his own die yeah if he could do it to his own die he'd easily be like yeah busted busted at that cost or he would have to be like a twelve sixteen or something. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'd like to sense. see him um, going up against like a tanky middle middle. I think that's where, like the the decks that it's going to be hard for Snoke to beat would be three wide vehicles or like lots of health, um, yeah. or a tanky tanky. Because it seems like he's he's really like it's in his power action. He's hurting his other character to like pump out the damage or try and get your goal as fast as you can. It's like win fast or die trying. If you can just survive yeah. long enough, I feel like. That's how you get the edge over him. And you should be thinking yeah. about that when you're coming up against him, I think. Yeah, th- I like I like that. That makes sense. Um, unless your other character's tanky, you know. They also yeah. did print, um, you know, some new cards like Dark Ritual. Uh, yep. Which we, I'm sure we're going to get to because that's also insane. As long as your other characters... Like, that's what, like, Carlos... No, Carlos <laughs> seems interesting because Carlos pretty tanky in his own right. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think all of his sides are worth it. And having that two focus is worth it. Mm. Um, having some... But having just mono blue, like, maybe that's challenging. Snoke Thrawn mm. looks really interesting because you do have, like, the ability to, to see their hand, um, mm. take a, a piece of mitigation, and then just do what you want to do you know mm. yeah if you can get i think we're going to see that deck go really well yeah if you can get the four resources from thrown like from the ability that's crazy there's some very that's good insane, supports that right? are coming out now yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's insane all right <laughs> all right so moving uh, on, Arind- Arinda price, <laughs> Arinda uh, price. Well, she was really good and then they print they spoiled snoke yeah <laughs> everyone was like super excited <laughs> for her and then it's like oh here's snoke I mean, is she like a mini Snoke? <laughs> that costs the same? That or? costs the same? <laughs> I, I don't know. I yeah, mean, she's good for special chaining, yeah. but... I mean, and the two melee is actually really, really good. Yeah, like, yeah. for a support character that's got... Yeah, effectively... I, I mean, sometimes those specials will be blanks, but other times they'll be worth three or four. Yeah. All right, she's in Ayla territory, right? For villain, that's the the villain Ayla. But what, uh, nah, see, like we need to see Ayla's just so. yeah. She's not, but so. like I was just looking at her, like if you had to compare, what's the comparison? I don't maybe I, it's her. I, she's I think they play damage. differently though, as hmm. well. Like you're like you're saying that because the special chaining, yeah. I guess. But well, look, I got halfway enough. through that and was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's because we we're just jumping down your throat. <laughs> yeah, because like you, yeah, we're like, don't ever say Ayla's busted. Well, try and compare something to Ayla. <laughs> She's busted. Um, Arinda's I'm, good. I think Arinda's I may good. Have and to eat my own words. <laughs> uh, what I like about the both of these characters is they open up new pairings like villain hasn't had something great and uh, cheap like a great support character like heroes has had yoda and ayla that's because villain hasn't 
It's because all villains' 17 cost characters are busted with a 13 cost character. <laughs> yeah. So you know what's going to happen? They're probably both going to get nerfed. It's going to break the, the format again um, because that's what they do. They just they just nerf the 13 point villains. Uh, I, I think I think price is fine. I think I think Snoke is probably more of the problem. Yeah. They're both uh, good. I, I think I think, yeah. I think Arinda's good, but I don't think she's like busted good. Yeah, I'm still looking forward to playing her for sure in like a very fast deck because you want that battlefield, hundred percent. Mm. Yeah, you want you want that. I agree. I think Arinda's uh, very good. I think she opens up some options. Um, one card that I looked at that you guys all hated, so I'm just going to say it now and then move on. Yep. Is formidable. Um, formidable is that upgrade. It's got two melee shield. Uh, two shields and two specials which is cargo hold on a stick so like i didn't really look at the set for a few days and then i looked and i, I seen them and i was like maybe they're pretty cool together like price and that card um where if you're fast enough you can do some extra damage get three shields or special chain if you're not and that cargo hold on a stick is something that i think is worth exploring um maybe she goes with boba you know maybe we have an arinda boba deck um, maybe that's something that exists. I anyway, feel like if rant. you, I'm gonna try feel, it and I'll let I you guys like know how it goes. Do, I feel like if you're gonna do that, you, you're better off just going with Phasma. Um, like, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <All right. laughs> we, 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 anyway. We, we'll get back Don't to really we'll get back to everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know how it goes, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, if, like, if like, anyone out wants to save me the time and has tested it, just just let me know. But like, uh, it looks interesting. It looks synergistic, right? Yeah, um, and that's what I look for. I'm looking for little synergies um, to see stuff that works together. Like, sure, you can just look at the set and go, "Oh, that card is inherently powerful. It's so busted, and I'm just going to play it." Um, but then you kind of, but looking for synergies is where sometimes you'll just find something that is actually sick and completely under the radar. So I think a really well. with. I think Arinda with Holocron is where mm. it might sit. Man, we tried... So I I tried a Arinda Vader 2 deck, which was pretty average. Um, and it can be good in the right meta and in the right matchups. But, like, you're playing Holocron, and then you just don't draw Holocron. You know, you mulligan four cards or whatever. You still don't hit it. You're like, well, this deck sucks. I have these two four drops in my hand. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, okay, Holocron well, still has Holocron problems. But, yeah, moving on. We're at uh, 27 minutes, so uh, <laughs> and we've gotten through three cards. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> All right, so just quickly, anything else on that first page there? I think... Uh, uh, we have to talk about Luke, right? Luke, yeah. I, like I, I, Ezra, obvious, Ezra though, I think, just quickly, I think is really mm. good at eight costs, uh, at, at eight points. Probably don't want to play him at two die. He's probably not worth two die, but he'll slot really nicely into a five die deck somewhere for blue. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, like, so Ezra the eight health now. When I'm comparing it to characters like Luke, who has twelve health, mm. the eight really stands out to me now. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like. I, I'm a little bit off Ezra for the moment. I mean, I still want to try out his ability. Uh, yeah, I don't want to underestimate sure, the ability of sure, draw. But yeah, and like I'm all on Afro at the moment, all because of that drawer. Mm. I want to explore that very hard, but um, I don't know. I guess like the low health is in my mind, just with all these big HP characters out now. Mm. Uh, okay, Luke Skywalker, Reluctant Instructor, <clears throat> twelve health, twelve fifteen points, one focus, one shield, two shields, two shields, one resource. You may resolve the shield sides of this die as if they were melee damage power action move a blue ability from this character to another blue character uh i hadn't really looked into luke until a few days ago and luke is pretty good (laughs) (laughs) i think because he was spoiled so early everyone's just gone ah luke and they've kind of forgotten about him and all the new spoilers have come out and Everyone's been like, ah, new spoilers. Uh, I went back to Luke and have been pairing him with a couple of different parents. He's pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, I, I think he's one. Like one of my picks is the best card in this set. Um, I think just based on the stats alone, like the HP, the sides of his die, uh, the fact that it's a shield, the ability. Not that I'm going to be looking to use the ability so much, but. 
in the kind of tanky decks that I like to play, Luke just slots in so well. I think the power action will come later in the th six sets when we possibly get some more aggressive force abilities. Yep. Or well, I think it's like a build around yeah. kind of. Um, I, I was envisioning you could use it just with force speeds if you wanted to throw it over to like say for example if you're playing Luke Poe you can put the force speed on your red character if that's ah uh, no you can only transfer to another blue character is that the ability that is true well there goes that well day. then <laughs> <laughs> well good night then. everybody well you had to have something bad about him <laughs> <laughs> do you know what yeah. I like is you know like they're saying they want to prolong the game. They want the games to go longer. You know, like we're not in Lucas's world anymore where he was like, yes. yeah, just smash everyone with broken stuff. <laughs> but they haven't reduced the power level. If anything, the power level is getting back to what we were used to before, what we had. But what they're doing is giving us way more hit points for, for their costs. So you're probably getting extra turns out of games, but you're mm. still having really good games with mm. powerful stuff. Yep. You know, like after all the the original kind of wave of nerfs, it felt like we were playing really basic Destiny again until like R2P2 come out and those mirrors were pretty fun. Mm. Um, but apart from that, like it seems like it's we're getting back up to, to Spirit of Rebellion um, kind of power levels, but there's HP to boot. So if you're playing with these big characters, like you're not just going to get rolled off the table on turn one, like you're going to get a second chance to come back. Um, but you are still doing incredible damage. So I like where they're going with this game. I think Jeremy's done a fantastic job. I think it's going to be really good this this next set. Playing this game moving forward, is the, all the games are going to be great. Yeah. So I, I've really liked Luke. Been playing him with Ray 2, uh, pretty solid. Been playing him with Po 2, also pretty solid. Uh, I'd like to try him with Cassian, see if there's something there with Blue Yellow Hero. Uh, the 10 health on Cassian puts me off a little bit, but uh, his Cassian's die just being basically 2, 3, mm. 1, 1, 1 blank is pretty awesome. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be like too... I wouldn't be too upset resolving a 2 shield to protect Cassian mm. in that situation, well, like Luke's die, unless it was killing, obviously. But yeah. Like Cassian, if he just stays around, he's doing... He's doing damage. Yeah. So that's probably some, but I think really for the first part of the set, I'm going to be focusing on a Luke Skywalker deck. I think is going to be my jam for a little bit. Um, I also thought uh, Luke, Ayla, Profitable Connections, round one, Force Wave, twice. Mm. Mm. Yes, nice. Yeah, it's a bit spicy. <laughs> okay, uh, we're running out of time. So, Plo Koon, uh, it's a trap. Uh, <laughs> Is that, is it? Is have that you true? seen it? Uh, I've, I've seen some busted videos of him, but I've never yeah. tried him. I, I, I've seen some busted videos as well, and I've also seen some videos where it just completely falls apart. Uh, which character pairings? Uh, Padawans. Yeah. I haven't like watched two Padawans. Any, yeah, yeah, I haven't watched any mill ones with yeah. partisans, but the Padawans, like the dream with Plo Koon is ancient round one, field medic, ancient round two free field medic so you're negating like four damage there um or anywhere if you just keep an ancient but the padawans are just a little bit too squishy at seven mm -hmm. um i like the idea of a jedi instructor as another ability for him or i guess the jedi like the guard so you get guardian temple guard mm -hmm. seems cool yeah, yeah i think guard. i think plays good um but in saying that i think you know the low health decks now are changing like the format might be changing where I'm you can just if you're playing like a low health guy you can just get you can get blown yeah up. well i mean L with plo koon two padawans it's only tw 24 health uh like that's only one health off like luke ray <laughs> and you've yeah. got three characters plus you can tank with luke like yeah, I don't know if it's a trap. I think mm. the the thing too is like all the decks that we're seeing, they're brand new decks. Like they're yeah. not being tweaked. They're not being yeah. you know, like when you're getting kind of midway through a format, you're like, <clears throat> like the decks are super tuned. Like they're tight. They they have solid game plans. So I think once you start to see that kind of happen, you know, people sticking to decks and working on them. Um, Plo's ability is pretty insane. Like, I feel like enough people have talked about him. Oh, it's, don't really it's, need to go too much on it. Yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. I, there has to be something there. 
um, th there has to be something there, right? Uh, don't get maybe me wrong. there's I, a I way to get a big character next to him and a little uh, character. Don't get me wrong. I think his uh, ability is really, really good. Uh, I did try him out with a Padawan and Ezra at one die, mm. and I thought that was all right um, because you're getting like a profitable connections with it. Um, you're getting the draw with Ezra, um, and Ezra late game is pretty hard to kill when you can just keep cycling an ancient twice in one round as well. Yeah, so. Right. Um, so that might warrant some further investigation. I, I, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I think like how I envision the Plo Koon deck is a very, very aggressive deck that tries to kill a character round one um, with just the amount of dice that you can get in. Mm. So if you have, you yeah. know, you're aiming for six, seven is a dream. It's possible, right? But um, if Look. that's if that's what your deck's plan is to get in six dice round one, roll them all out. You're gonna do at least like seven damage look i think i think plo Koon, padawan x is going to come hot out of the gate i think at, yeah. uh, at the first store champs we're going to see two or three of them 100%. um and i think it's just going to be a case of burst down the padawan burst down plo then burst down the final padawan yeah if it's if it's the padawans i think you just need to get mm. those die off mm. unless they redeploy then it's a bit harder it becomes tricky all right, uh, so <coughs> the final two characters that we probably... Well, we've already touched on Rex. Um, Rex, I think, is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think he's going to take a while to uh, find his place. Yeah, I've been trying a little bit of Rex. Um, seems a little bit fair. Uh, you know, so I think there's got to be a specific spot for him. Like, I've been playing Rex, Trooper, Hide Gun with Fort Anaxis um, and just trying to tank up. Um, but the sides haven't been great. Like, the dice haven't been great. You know, I feel mm, like I've rolled mm. a little bit suboptimal, but I don't feel like mm. I'm rolling, you know, super strong dice anyway. Mm. Um, yeah. And then from the few games I've played with Rex, where I want to take Rex now is, like, a super fast wingman hit and run, um, just mono red, just, just get out there and then work out some kind of dice-fixing cards, um, yeah. which they have nerfed all, all the good ones, so maybe it just doesn't yeah. And I guess we already touched on Cassian. His dice are insane for his cost. Uh, he's going to see a lot of play as well. Like every other podcast has talked about how yeah, pretty awesome he's yeah, going to be. Yeah, just keep him alive. Just uh, keep doing that damage. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cassian's so, great. So we've got <laughs> Make sure you target Cassian. You know, yeah, you're, like if everyone's trying to keep him alive, make sure you're actually targeting Cassian first. I think he's... Yeah like that annoying that you have to target him first mm. otherwise you get into this weird state like where you when you're trading so like you know i was always been pretty strong about the games about trading characters and you know if you get the first trade you set up well where cassian kind of messes with that right where like if you trade for a character by the time you've done that your secondary character has four damage on it from the cassian triggers if not more so like they, they're ahead even though it doesn't feel like it your opponent's actually ahead, so you just have to get rid of Cassian pretty yeah. quick. And then Cassian's doing what six damage hits or four damage hits once it's one on one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So just kill All Cassian right. first, and I think you'll be fine. Uh, Blake, uh, what is your? I don't know how much you've looked through all the events and supports or upgrades. Uh, what's your favorite event or support so far that you think is very very playable? Triple uh, zero. <laughs> Triple zero. Zero. Does oh, that count? Yes. Yeah. Does that count? It counts. Yeah, that yeah. counts. That's, That's a support. Yep. It has a dice. Um, I've always been excited for Afra. Uh, even when she came out, I knew that she wasn't great then. Um, but uh, to me, she was like the seventh sister, you know, like where you just kind of picked her up just in case. And then look what happened mm. to seventh sister. Like she ended up being busted. It just took, mm. a, you know, a genius yep. to, to make it. So, yeah. Um, whether Afra can do that or not, I think maybe she does need a three-wide deck. Um, but now she's got some great new new supports, new droids to to play with, um, and I, I'm really excited to actually play with Afra now. Why is uh, C3PO so, yeah, black? Zero is my call. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? I'm just looking at the card. Why is C3PO black? <laughs> I don't follow Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I just play the game. Uh, one yeah, of those people. Yeah, I've never mean, seen Star Wars. I mean, between him and uh, BT1, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be pretty. Like that BT1 with the three side as well. Is, yeah. Is pretty gross. Yeah, those droids for one is fantastic. And you I get them out yeah. for free. <laughs> yeah. 
for f- well, for one cost, right? Oh, yeah, I think they cost one. two. Yeah. No, but don't you? Oh, are they two cost each? Yeah. Are they? Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, they're insane at one. Um, they both trigger Afra, uh, so drawing extra cards is really, really good. However, I think you need to be drawing into something that's relevant. Like when I got back from Worlds, I played this random Afra mole deck just because I wanted to play mole. Um, and yeah. I was trying to trigger Afra, the draw ability, <clears throat> but like drawing into out of hand damage makes it really good. Yeah. So I think that's something we need to consider when you're playing Afra. Like if you can abuse the draw, but abuse it in a way that it's at, it's turning into damage. So drawing into out of hand damage, um, like lightsaber throws and whatever else we can come of it now. Yeah, I played. Um, uh, I guess we're going to talk about Afra for a little bit here, but <laughs> <laughs> I played Afra on a Jank Knight last week, and it was it was about delving into like big things, obviously, and with planetary bombardment out now and. Oh. Um, I just want to do a deck where I am drawing into that combo like as early as possible. So I think I've, I've said it earlier, the draw ability is very underrated. Um, if you can consistently draw like an extra one, two cards per round, and then I was throwing in blue, so I had Boundless Ambition. That might be going a bit deep, but it was pretty much guaranteeing <laughs> that I had my combo pieces like as early as possible. Um, and it's going to depend how like how strong getting planetary bombardment down early is going to be, and if you can protect that die. Because I got into the situation with a little game with Clint where he had an honor guard out, and he was uh, on docking bay as well, so he was yeah. recurring it when possible, and it was just keeping my big, huge planetary bombardment at bay like every round. I just had to play around it so that. As soon as he played the, um, he activated it. Then I could just claim, and he wouldn't be able to recur it. But if you can, how consistent you can, is um, is that? Like in that, I know, like in a ramp deck, yeah. uh, planetary bombardment is actually sick. But like when you have to rely on kind of delve, on delve? like in an Afra deck, not, is it yeah. like it, it's? It's not enough to be honest. Not going to break um, break I, the meta. No, I like. If I wanted to play Planetary Bombardment, I'd be playing a support deck where I also had um, other like powerful supports that I could play if I didn't find it. I yeah, think yeah. I don't want to go too much into the delve to get it out because it is only delve yeah, that sure. cheats it out. If you're not getting yeah. enough money, um, maybe friends in high places. Yeah, that's what I was considering as well. <laughs> yeah, um, but um, with the so with the Halifax, uh, what is it? The the new droid tank that came out. Yes. That's another one for Afra. I think that's more leading her into a mid-rangey, like not going big, but going lots of yeah. droid and spewing out guys and supports. That kind yeah. of deck. I was about to say the opposite, like with Afra, like having triple zero, BT1, her ability, like it's <coughs> making me want to just play a bunch of cards every turn. <coughs> yeah. So discounted cards, draw more cards, so like a bunch of zero cost things or one cost stuff. Um, and just yeah. kind of spew out cheap dice and just like overwhelm with you know cheap dice, but that is yep. still good. Like triple zero is good, BT one's good. I think BB nine E is fine for zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it gets pushed out now with enough other droids coming in. But like like you said, I think outvaluing with just drawing more cards, playing more things, getting more dice out. That's how Afra is going to get into this game. Yeah, I'm excited for Afra. So, talking of Way of the Force, I'm excited for Afra. Yep, Jacob. But that was my support, uh, Triple Zero. Yep, Jacob, favorite support events. Uh, Tickle your fancy. I'm so excited to play Planetary Bombardment. Uh, that card is a beast, for sure. I'm not sure if the like the vehicle trigger is going to happen that much. Uh, I, I'm guessing in the um, in the decks with Snoke and Thrawn. And you're making lots of money or if you can make a lot of money you're getting little vehicles out and then you pop that down then the trigger of it will be amazing um but i'm looking forward to playing with that card 100 percent. i think what's important is protecting it so playing cards like probe or friends in low places you got to get rid of that removal like if you're paying that much yeah. for it it has to be number one priority that's where thrawn is also helpful <coughs> if you can remove their removal from hand yeah that deck's okay. going to be legit. Yeah. Clint, what uh, have you got? Yeah, what do you uh, think? So, 
Uh, I'm pretty hot on the Dagger of Mortis. Um, I think that thing is pretty much the bomb and straight up replaces Heirloom for me. Um, I th I, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, it's like the three, plus three can be a blank side, and so mm. Heirloom's more reliable, but I kind of view the one as a blank on Heirloom. Like, a lot of the time I'm going to re-roll the one, unless I need yeah. it for a base side. That's but, a good point. Um, yeah. I'd rather straight up have the dagger. <laughs> To be fair, um, I'm yep. also pretty hot on Pacify at the moment. Um, the flexibility of Pacify uh, is pretty awesome. Um, I think it straight up replaces Caution in, in a blue hero deck. Uh, a lot of people disagree with me on that, but I think Pacify is on all the time where Caution can be dead halfway through the game. They have so, different roles, though. Like, um, yeah, that's why you have yeah, to remove that. that character's dice, right? That's true. Um, so, so that's one thing. And then two, I think we need to kind of like in a vacuum. It seems, it seems, it's hard to evaluate that card. Like, how how detrimental is it going to be when you have to give your opponent two shields when you're in the late game and you're trying to take that kill? Maybe not so much I, in the late game, but in that mid game, you know? Okay, so maybe I should clarify: is that major ninety percent of the time? I'm using it on my own blanks to give my own character shields. shields. Okay. The other 10% of the time is to get rid of a, a big die if I need to. So it has, okay. that, it has that flexibility. Yeah, yep. And yes, you, it might end up being that you run both Caution and Pacify um, because other cards like Force Misdirection and certain decks now starts becoming dead because of the uh, of the range sides that are going to show up and the indirect sides that are going to show up in the meta um, and Force Misdirection is really bad with Luke because uh, of his shield side so you might just end up replacing Pacify um, over Force Misdirection or Guard or something like that yeah. depending on your deck build um, but I think Pacify is super super strong it's super super flexible um, and can be used like if you're using it in combination with a Vibro Knife or uh, Dagger of Mortis mm -hmm. like you're or you're playing it on a character that's already got three shields on them anyway uh, on your opponent there's no yeah that's cool there's no sort of downside to it yeah that's yeah. a good point I was thinking in a damage race, like early on, you know, it's like 2v2, you are you don't mind giving the character that you're not going after two shields if you're going to remove two of their damage. Like it's, yeah. it, a lot of the time it's about who can get that kill first, um, if that's going to help you in the race, like go for it as well. Like that's where it's flexible. Yeah, I think the cut's great. Just saying, I think it's great. Just maybe that it didn't replace caution. Um, but having Wait, both I, of them today I don't seems know. gross. Yeah. yeah. Both of, but the problem that I have with Blue Hero is that sometimes you spend more time removing your own die than you do yeah. actually pushing damage. Like that's that's yeah. the stipulation of of Blue Hero is you've got yeah. to remove die to actually do something defensive. So yeah, okay. playing both them of them, yeah, you just mm. can't play them all. Like you've got strong <clears throat> cards like Caution and Guard, but you've got to remove your die. So playing all of them is not really viable yeah, yeah. that's very very true uh, so another couple of honourable mentions I think um, are Blaze of Glory so one, explain what that one does so uh, it's I call it the hero best defence um, it's hero red event cost one activate one of your characters then remove any number of an opponent's die showing damage and deal damage to that character equal to the combined value of the removed die. So it might be super situational, but if you've got a support character that's got like two health left on him and you want to do a complete board wipe of five or six damage, you just activate that character for one and lay all that damage over killing him by four. And you've just time walked your opponent's whole turn for the sake of killing off one of your support characters that was going to probably die anyway yeah i think that's like obviously best case mm. scenario for it or 
I mean, if you also were happy soaking up some of those little like one damage sides on the heirloom, for example, mm. instead of letting them re-roll into a three later on, and like yeah. just being able to split the damage, that's always strong. Yeah. If you're playing three wide, you can like if you've cautioned up three shields onto one of your other supports, go ahead and remove three or four of their dice. Mm. If it keeps your main alive, then it's going to win you the game for sure. I like uh, that card. I think it's yeah. really good. Uh, I think it's but awesome. again. Um, it's you know depending on the format like how many like if we're starting to if people are still trying to string big damage together with mods it gets even better right correct um, so and I think that's depending on what people are doing the downside I see of that is can we still play you know remove damage dice uh, events like how many of them can we play with things like Luke, with all this other random stuff happening now, yep. um, we need to be considering, we need to be able to remove other dice. Like yep. Snoke, uh, you know, the focus, like we need the flexibility in the removal now. Yep. Um, however, when I seen Blaze of Glory, I was like, this card's really cool. Um, and yeah. depending on the format, it, it can definitely do some damage. Uh, yep. One final one that I think deserves a mention is a support suppressive fire. Hero red again, zero cost. After a character is activated, you may spend one resource and discard the support from play to remove one of its character die. Man, I didn't even have this in my Rex deck. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that um, being played when I played against you, Clint, or I saw you playing some yep. other guy. Um, the first time that I actually seen it in play, and it was actually you were playing Snoke Cad. So it he was, was playing Snoke. He was. Oh, sorry, yeah. he was playing Snoke Cad. And that's when I saw the power of it being a reactionary ability, which uh, I didn't really pick up on straight away when I read it. And that is absolutely huge in this game. I don't think there's like there's maybe one other card in the game with a reaction like that where you can remove a, a character dice, and then it's your action. It doesn't lose you tempo. You know, you can remove multiple dice if you if you want your next action to be to remove some more. But being able to react to someone like um, Cad action cheating out, getting to remove either his like discard or his gun side before he was able to power action it. That was really strong. Yeah, that or Sabine. Sabine rolls a three, pay one to get rid of the three. Yeah, and I like how they've introduced that as well. They've introduced this reaction ability so that it's a way to stop action cheating. Yeah. They're, they're providing some kind of measures here and the which is good they've kind of it's good design. they've kind of tried to hurt sabine right um like there's that <laughs> other card that removes uh upgrades from the discard pop um i think they've tried yeah. to bring these soft I, counters out to sabine i don't know if that card's good enough just saying um but i, I, don't I like think that they're actively trying to do something about yeah. it um without just straight nerfing it hmm. um I, I like that they're printing these you know answers whether they're good enough whether that strategy works you know like uh in magic we like you know you just put all these kind of answers in your sideboard sometimes it's not good enough where like your strategy kind of needs to adapt more so than just having a couple of hate cards but i like that they're attempting to do something about it before nerfs i feel like it might be one of those cards that's just uh, uh i can't remember that one that you're talking about but i wonder if it's just one of those happy little accident ones that uh uh it has an upside against sabine yeah yeah I, I don't I, know you know it's like no cheating right they printed no cheating yeah. but it was yeah. way too late for them before they printed that like man, if they had that in awakenings and it was like man oh, i wish that i wish that card was in the meta because <laughs> that card is awesome <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway yeah, it's more the point i like that they're trying to do this yeah. like they're before just nerfing everything like just print yeah. some hate cards see if it's enough to scale stuff back well jacob and i were talking before like talking about suppressive fire um particularly is that it's a very balanced card like if we yeah. go back to the days of imperial inspection um even uh running interference they were very unbalanced yeah. cards whereas this is fair you play you play it it goes straight to your discard pile you have to pay one if you didn't have to pay for it it would it would be busted it would be pretty busted <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I think it would with, with docking bay with docking bay yeah it'd, yeah. Be, it'd be super busted but it's a very balanced card that does a very good job yeah yeah, yeah it's I, love, I love I love it's still great 
Yeah. 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 It's still being a red carrot, but being zero, so you can play it at the end of your turn. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah. Just get ready for the next turn. You know, you can pay your two resources on an upgrade, plonk that down, and then you're ready to remove dice next round. The only downside to it, if there is a downside, is that even if you recur it with Docking Bay, you still have to pay the one for it. So it's yep. still not free. Yeah. But yeah. It's still pretty strong to interact with someone's die before as they've just hit the table. And it yeah, doesn't yeah. cost it's you still an recurring mitigation. So Correct. Kinda of towards the end of the last set, <clears throat> I, I've you know, I played some blue red hero again, I played like a bit of Poyota, I looked at some other things. Um, and what I found is I didn't want anything but uh, honor guard. And then you get to the point where you're like, oh, do I play just on a guard and docking bay? Like, is that good enough? So now having four things, like, you don't have to play any other supports that you can recur with docking bay. I think that's enough. And they're all you mitigations, which is well, great as well. If you're playing blue uh, but Yeah, depending on, I guess, um, your build. Yeah, depends on the upgrades. Um, it depends on the upgrades. I didn't, I didn't have Ancients. Um, yeah, see, R2PG had Ancients and though. Yeah. So you could play Binds. Like, uh, that's what I, mean. I couldn't yeah. play I had to play Guns. Yeah, okay. um, but having... Just having that as a package now where you're not limited to your upgrades. Like, you can have Docking Bay and the, and those four, and that's a nice little package mitigation for Red Blue Hero. Yeah. All right, we've gone way over time already. Um, what are we looking at? 55 minutes? So, yeah. uh, Blake. <laughs> Blake, hot take. Uh, hot, hot favorite deck coming out of the meta, straight out of the gates Ooh. next week. Something aggressive. Mm. I don't know yet. Something aggressive. Make sure your deck is streamlined and it can and it can just spike big damage. People are going to be dawdling around. This is an age-old rule from old Magic pre-releases. Um, just play something aggressive that's streamlined. Let the other people dirtle around and work out what deck's good, uh, and just beat them up for for messing about playing all janky weird stuff. Yeah. Just play Dooku Towson probably. <laughs> Jacob? All right, Dooku Towson. There we go. I talked myself into it. <laughs> uh, well, I was thinking when you were saying aggressive, that's what I was thinking, the Plo Koon Padawans and just spewing out as many dice as possible early round. If you're, I mean, if you're thinking about pouncing on your opponents, then just get as much dice out as possible. Um, but I really like the idea of Luke and Ray. Uh, I think that's going to be amazing. Yeah. I think... Uh, I think for me personally, I'll be playing Luke Ray uh, straight out of the gate. Because um, my next question is going to be, do you think in the next four weeks it's better to play something that you know and just add in four to six new cards that you think might fit in and that kind of gives you an advantage over everyone else? Or do you just want to play the new cards? Um, like specifically for store champs, are you yes, thinking? Yes, specifically for store champs. Yeah. Okay. So competitively, um, yeah. One of our like one of the teammates here tonight was talking about it, that could be a good strategy. While everyone else is trying to navigate this new meta, just play a, a good deck right now. Put in a few, you know, amazing waves of force cards if they slot in easily. But um, I think there's a lot of power to be had in Wave of the Force, so you might be throwing away some potential there. Um, and you're not going to know how to react to these new decks either, so it's not going to be as straightforward as playing a good deck in the Legacies meta, like once again with just a few added cards. Yeah, think, I think like, so. Think? I think, yeah, I, I think very much the same where... Metas kind of shape uh, after you know they they evolve and they become something completely different. It's crazy how it say how one set can really change a meta, and then like you know looking at the R two P two meta for a, a prime example, like that was a whole meta in itself. But it took a little while to happen. But then once it was there, it was like wow, this is like actually the meta that we're in. You know, everything else goes out the window, and you start with like every meta has its own set of rules that that exist. Um, so I think we don't know what's going to still carry over. Like, is Obi Mas still going to be any good? It might not be. Like, this whole meta might change completely. We might see heaps mm. of three character decks or really tanky mm. decks. Or mm. I think you have to kind of play as much games as you can and try and work out the kind of the underwritten rules of the meta, the specific meta that mm. you're playing. That's that's my take. Does that make sense to you guys? Is that yep yeah? Was that just a ramble? All right. If in doubt, play Blue Hero. 
<laughs> Blue, yellow, heroes. Probably still good, right? <laughs> it's probably still good. Maybe Maz? All right, let's uh, <laughs> probably still good. <laughs> let's um, let let's wrap it up. Uh, I think we've got a couple of mentions. Uh, first of all, I think we want to give a big, huge shout out to uh, Pearl Yeti, aka Sean, and the Artificery crew um, for all their help and support over the last five to six weeks. I think it is. Um, as everyone in Australia is probably aware. Uh, we got a little bit shafted on store champs kits and uh, Pearl Yeti and the Artificery crew uh, jumped on board and put a care package together for Australia. Uh, so that's coming across to us and we're going to have that uh, distributed out to uh, various different stores around Australia to uh, help um, support their competitive scene. Uh, so that's all done out of the kindness of their own hearts. Uh, they've given up galactic qualifier mats, uh, full arts, um, flanks and lightsaber pools and various other alt art promos, etc. like that. Um, so we're going to be receiving that in the next few weeks and uh, members or community leaders in each area of Australia will be uh, chatting uh, about that and how we're going to get that out to the stores and the events that they're going to organise for that. And we yeah, won't be um, taking any of the the good promos before we distribute. We won't it for sure. We won't be doing that. Clint won't be taking two full art lightsaber pools, but don't be surprised if they're missing. <laughs> <laughs> joking. I'm just. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was an amazing imagine if response. they don't actually rock up now <laughs> you look so bad <laughs> yeah he's like oh whoops i forgot to pack them and you're just like oh shit <laughs> i swear <laughs> uh uh yeah that was um that was an amazing response that we did get from like not only artificery that like what they've done is amazing but everyone was kind of chipping in and trying to figure out how best to navigate this situation and really showing support, which I'm sure everyone in Australia really appreciates. So thank you to the Star Wars Destiny community out there. You're all awesome and you always have been. Yeah, the whole community. Like, massive shout out to Yeti. Just for doing it, you know, just like... You have to be a pretty decent human being just to have that thought come in and go, you know what, these guys got shafted, I'm going to help them out. Like, most people will just kind of look and move on with their life and get on with their store champs or whatever. But, yeah. like, Yeti, like, actively thought about it. Um, so, a massive thanks. Um, we did try and get him on the show, but we're all lazy Australians. Um, so, we'll, we'll get that, you know, unorganized <laughs> time, Australians. Time zones. <laughs> <laughs> time zones. So, uh, Yeti, we'll, we'll get you on. We really want you on the show. Um, yeah, so really appreciate that. That's it, The whole community, like, it just shows the, the love in this whole community. And I think this is genuinely the best gaming community that, that exists, in, like, out of every other game. Yeah, 100%. All right, uh, any final comments, guys? Uh, not for me. Just super excited to get some Wave to Force cards in my hands. Like, Yeah. No, I'm good. This, this has been fun. Um, I feel like it's a bit rushed. Maybe we need a two-hour long one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, the only thing I wanted to say is we're all, we're all pumped for this. I'm actually pumped to see what the limited format looks like. Like, have they yeah. built... Because now this set is the first set that's built with Rivals... Have they built um, this set with limited in mind? So we have two events coming straight after release. We have a draft and a sealed, um, and I'm really pumped for that. So I think everyone should get out and try limited again because people might have weird views on it because you know it come out so rivals come out so late. Um, I'm excited to see if this set is built with limited in mind. You know all the commons and uncommons, how much synergy is between them, and how will they work together, and how important it is that you actually draft well instead of just drafting good cards. Yeah, I know that's my plan for the boxes that I have pre-ordered. Um, I'm yeah. just going to be drafting those at the start. I know a lot of the people here at the, the local store are just planning on doing the same. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very sick. much looking forward to draft. That was that was my favorite format when I was playing Magic. So I'm yeah. really, really keen and excited to see it thrive here in Star Wars as well. 
Yeah. I suck yeah. at draft. I need to get better at draft. I'm going to draft with Clint and steal all of his loot. <laughs> That's going to be great. <laughs> Man, I really hope we win this uh, this uh, pick a dick for Jacob uh, uh, competition. Yes. I was hoping that would get mentioned again. <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Pick a deck. We're over time. Guys, so, 20, so. F- 15 subscriptions on YouTube. Was it 25? Five subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> Just someone subscribe and we will do it. Now, 25 right. subscriptions and we're going to pick his Jacob's deck right. and it's going to be dope. Alright, I think we're at 60 subscriptions. Let me have a quick look. Um, on the YouTubes, I have a feeling we're at about 6. Okay. Are we getting people to just post random decks or like character combinations? How do we want to do it? No, I think we'll just pick it for you. <laughs> we're just what? We'll just pick it for him. We'll, we'll, what we'll do is we'll put up three options. We'll do a poll. Yeah. And we'll do a poll. Yeah. The deck pretty, has to function. Pretty. Like, I know we're at 65. we were like, just let every single person that, that uh, subscribes gets to pick one card. But the deck still has to function. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Yeah. so we'll, we'll put up a poll. 20, 25 subscribes. We'll put up a poll. They're all going to be trash. Um, and then we get to pick and what Jacob plays at Store Champs. Yeah. All right. We will get that organized. I'll get this uploaded in the morning. We will blast it over our Facebook page. <laughs> and it'll be the countdown. <laughs> and, uh, and if we get to 100 subscribers, so that'll be 35 subscribers, we'll... Uh, we'll it's gonna, uh, he can play Luminara. <laughs> we'll think of something. We'll think of something. We'll think of something, <laughs> we'll think of something Blake. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm so excited cool. for this. See you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Uh, we will let everyone know how Store Champs goes this weekend. And until next time, see you later. See ya. See ya.